Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. Hello, hello, hello. I feel like we're in a cave. It's me, Ellie Gibson. (laughs) Who have we got for our first guest on our first ever remote podcast, Helen Thorne? Well, we have a guest who (laughs) is our first ever man, and it is, of course, Stephen Hill. Hello, Stephen. Hi, just things and crisps. It's like being Neil Armstrong <laughs> or something. It's a brave new fucking big step for podcasts. A small right, step for me all, personally. You've made we're recording this podcast at bloody half past ten at night because you said you could you could do any night but not before half not before ten yeah. o'clock. What the hell are you doing every night until I'm half watching, past ten? I've watched five Premier League football matches and one oh Scottish football match. I didn't even know football was still a Are thing. you what fucking planet do you live on? The Premier League <laughs> is live every single day. Planet, planet, I don't give a fuck about football, thank yeah, you very much. I don't give much. a fuck about your fucking life or your suit. <laughs> oh my God, it sounds like about Mary's. Pictures of you on the internet, I have to fucking look at them. <laughs> yeah, well, people like different things. You oh like taking God, pictures of yourself doing wacky things in your kitchen. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about that? Sad oh, well, you can't, you can't pop down the news agents and get a copy of Reader's Wives anymore. So, you know, you should no, just be take grateful. Take your where you can, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Ellie told me about Reader's Wives. And I, I, I just laughed along, as I do when I don't understand anything. That's where I know you from. <laughs> <laughs> then I found out what it was. I was like... Oh. What do you think it was? Oh, look, I'm up for anything now that I'm single. I'm a real. <laughs> so I heard, yeah. It's a whole new world I didn't even know existed. It's a whole new until... hole. <laughs> oh, the young ones are into all the different ones. They really are the young ones. They, oh. Yeah. Every hole is a goal, and some holes are an own goal. Isn't that right, Helen? <laughs> Yes, I've been using that phrase in my internet dating, and the men love it when I say every hole's a goal. It's a, I, I ha, and I have to think that's my friend Stephen who told me that, and they're um, thrilled when. Have yes, you a, have you had a Tupperware party? What the fuck is that? Well, tup, Tupperware renowned for being airtight. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. 
I'm just going to smile. Think about, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. All holes plugged. Takes at least <clears throat> three other people. Your eyes and your ears are specialist. <laughs> no, not not this eye. It's only just recovered, Stephen, and I'm not I'm not willing to go back to that dark place with one eye. Let's go back to every hole's a goal because I feel like this is important for clarity, but not the ears, Steve. Are we saying the ears oh, are not? I mean, the, it, not it, a goal. You know, I'm, you know, I'm perhaps larger than the average man, but uh, not not for me. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you can you can have a little nibble on an ear. And this is just a sound test, isn't it? This isn't. This isn't a <laughs> People are tuning in. They want to know that, despite the fact it's remote now, we're still it's the, still the high level of quality of both audio and content that that they can, they can expect from the Scurry Mummies and Steve Hill. Yeah. Feet, Steve Hill. Why don't for anyone who hasn't listened to the previous episodes with you, Steve? Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm uh, six foot, uncut, nine and a half inches. Uh, 29 years old, single. Do you know what uncut means? Is it, is it, is it uncircumcised? That's it. There you go. Oh, you getting it. I, I am learning. I, I've been on a steep learning curve for 10 months, I tell you. I really have. Yeah. I've learned all the. I've learned a lot of things, but not all of the things. Clearly, Tupperware party. So thank you, Stephen, once again. I only picked that myself. Uh, I only learned that last night on another podcast. Yeah, I'm, that's a new one. I've not heard of that no, one. No, I, I well, spread the word. I'm sure it's, the it's... brand of Tupperware will be over the moon <laughs> that that's going around. Let's see if we can get an Instagram deal with them, Helen. <laughs> Helen loves Tupperware parties. All your Tupperware oh. parties. That's so gross. We could do we could do a hybrid collaboration with Ugg Boots as well. It'd be nice. <laughs> Good God. That's an Aussie brand. I'm happy to support it. It's lovely to have you back, Stephen. No, and, I, and you know, for the, back to the introduction, for the... I'll just read what you wrote. Author journalist Sad S A H D. Stay at home dad. Yes. Former, former roadie, Lawrence Llewellyn spelt wrong Bowen lookalike. <laughs> oh, I mean you could hyphenate the lookalike if you're being picky. Double L in uh, Llewellyn, as in from the Welsh Llewellyn. If you if you watch us on stories, if you watch us when we were on tour three or four hundred years ago, Steve was our other radio. We got me dad, and then we got Steve. And your hair was shorn then, Steve. But would you describe it for the listener now? Well, it's beautiful. It's a f- sort of flowing lock, sort of late um, Edwardian period. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just uncut. I haven't had a haircut since uh, since the world ended. Why would you? It's 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 very it's quite effeminate, I would say. It looks like you've had a perm, which is very pleasing. And are you are you enjoying the new you? I mean, what 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 has it given you having long hair? Real confidence, Helen. Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> well, those journeys to the kitchen, the bathroom, back to the kitchen, I just just feel at one with myself. I don't wash it daily. That's just too much of an effort. Do you miss being on the road with a Steve? Do I really don't. No, I absolutely don't. <laughs> Do not miss one aspect of that, I don't think. Well, what about when I used to eat prawns and eggs in the van? That is one aspect that I don't miss. Uh, <laughs> Those weird little sausages you'd always fucking have. Oh, I know. You really liked it when I was 10 minutes late for everything. I think that's what you really liked. And you even put that in my birthday card. You said, oh, always 10 minutes late, Thorne. Thank you, Steve. I just think. You know, just whatever you're doing, start 10 minutes earlier. Just basic manners. You were 15 minutes late for this podcast. (laughs) He was 18 minutes late, actually, Ellie. I chose the time. I was only late for my own appointment. (laughs) 
Don't you miss me taking opiates while we eat the curry and then making you wait by the van while I do a piss in a pub car park? Then getting uh, done for drink driving. <laughs> yeah. No, you passed the breathalyzer test. You passed the test. You're a responsible driver. Don't don't get us sued. I didn't have to do a fucking speed awareness course right at the start of the outbreak. I sat in a room with 40 fucking people in, what, end of February, I think. So, yeah, you mean, it's luckily I survived that. But I haven't, probably haven't driven since, but... um. I've done me course, and it was absolute yeah. bullshit. Eight hours of just being patronised. But you, how are you doing? So you've avoided the corona, Steve. You haven't, you haven't had it. Are you all right? I, I think so. I mean, I was desperately ill in Christmas 2019. I was bedridden with some kind of hideous flu that I sometimes imagine was it, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've uh, ever since they announced it was a pandemic, it sounded quite serious, so I thought I'd stay in. So I, yeah, <laughs> I've done it from the fuck by the book from day one, really, unlike a lot of pricks that I know around here. It's mainly posh people who, uh, who can't get it, apparently. They just go about doing their own thing, open air swimming. I literally know people who've had a party for 40 people and 30 of whom have hid in a bedroom while the police came around. These are 50-year-old women. Party. Please say it was a tough they, were, they were pretty close in that room. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it seemed quite serious from day one, which is a lot of people sort of kind of just realising, it seems. I mean, they are thick, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Shame to be that thick. Lancy Basingstoke, who went, oh, we don't read the news. Really? You don't wonder what, what? I mean, do you watch Match of the Day? That disappeared for a couple of months. You haven't spoken to your parents. I mean, you are, you're lying, aren't you? It's an interesting time for people between fact and, and you know, opinion and belief because, you know, there's lots of people who, yeah, I, who don't want to really discuss whether the um, vaccine is from science or some kind of, what did we get the other day? Nanotechnology, Ellie. Ellie's father and mother have got it, uh, have, have got the, yeah, yeah and my, my yeah. lovely, my lovely neighbour next door messaged me saying, I've just seen Ellie's dad. Um, I, I think she was, she's volunteering as a car park attendant. Was, at the, was Bill Gates the, tracking him? Yes. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, it was that Helen's Deliveroo. Oh, hang on. No, it might be my cat being, you, you, you talk amongst yourself. Cat I might, might be my cat coming back. That's amazing. The cat has evolved. Jesus. How the fuck? That was, was my neighbour, Justin, who was, he's been editing some um, video footage for us. And he, anyway. It's got a late very... call, 10.40. When's the cutoff in your little swingers <laughs> fucking cul-de-sac? Twenty four seven. <laughs> you can't Christ. put a time limit on Joy. <laughs> I've heard she's a right goer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Reader's Wives starring Joy. That is a Reader's Wives name. Joy with her brown Austin Allegro. Splayed across and there the is bonnet. someone who lives on Helen's Road called Joy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah that, Husband Roger. Like... <laughs> 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 Maybe they're having oh, a Tupperware yeah. party. I do. I do live on a very close-knit you know, cold. Very open minded. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, normally, Steve, on the we would have had you on the Christmas podcast and we would have talked about your highlights of twenty twenty. what what would you have said? What were your highlights? Well, um bought myself a projector, I'd say, is the highlight. I'm basically mm. living in Odeon One Leicester Square. No great highlights to be honest. It's been rather a miserable year, as I am sure I'm sure I'm not the first person to point out. Did you did you break free even a little bit in the summertime? Because I know that you went and saw Ellie uh, in a forest. Uh, yeah, we had that walk in the forest, which you just started filming me urinating. Thanks for that. <laughs> a revenge attack for the uh, Clapham Common incident. What a lovely friendship you both have. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we can right. film each other pissing, why, why wouldn't you? 
A lovely Saturday night in, really. Um, I won't release the pictures of you on Glapham Common if you can keep that film to yourself. (laughs) That must have been, what, five years ago now? Five, six years ago. Clapham Common, yeah, we were with the boys, weren't we? And there was was just no lose, and they wouldn't let me pee in the petrol station lose. And there you were, as you would say, upskirting. No toilets (laughs) for the public. All right, where do you piss? Tell me where you piss. I'll give you £20. Scum. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. happy memories. What, happy what great memories. days when you could just urinate in a, in a public place. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Ellie Gibson is excellent for it, and especially during the first lockdown when we used to kind of catch up. And I remember we walked to Ellie's parents' house, and she pissed outside her parents' bins, and then we did some pisses in the park. She pissed in my front garden. I mean, the, the woman's a machine. Carry on. Just yep. just, just make the rest up. Carry on. <laughs> on the subject, I've got a toilet-based anecdote, actually, from oh. uh, the last week <laughs> okay. or so. So young George went for a shit. You and I think I've blocked the loo. Oh, I'm almost it's your son, George. Who's what, yeah. is he nine? He's nine. He's done a big shit. I thought I'll leave that for a day. I'll see if it goes down. Oh, let's try flushing it. Oh no, that's not working. I'll maybe flush it again. Oh no, it's pissing all over the floor. Now it's seeping into the kitchen, into the food cup. Oh, Shitty Whoa. water. <laughs> Couple of pots to catch the main bits. So um, yeah, our kitchen has got like a just sort of a, a layer of shitty water over the surfaces <laughs> and, the, and the food. Oh no! <laughs> I gave it a wipe with a, a, a Dettol wipe, and um, just been eating takeaway ever since. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? What you just thought you'd leave it there, and what you just thought it would dissipate? What did you think? Well, I put happen? a lot of hot water and fairy liquid down. Sometimes it breaks it down, but um, I did have to go up to my fucking art, like James Harriet of the Plumbing World. I had to oh. go right up to my arm with an ornamental vase and just scoop it out. And then, yeah, the, experiment, the experimental flush just, just went all over the place. Oh, my and God. It, despite oh my the rubberized floor, it found a small crack and uh, found itself into the kitchen. <laughs> yes, so it, if, I, if you ever come around and ask for a cup of tea, that's, that's the cupboard that took the main hit. Bring <laughs> oh. your own tea bags. Oh, Helen, do you remember we had that confession once at one of the shows where someone was like, yeah, their, their child did a big shit that blocked, or they did a big shit, I think, didn't they, that blocked the toilet yeah. in their mother-in-law's house. Yes. So they got, she had a pencil in her handbag, so she tried to break up the shit <laughs> with a pencil. And I think it worked, but then she flushed the loo, and then there was pencil marks all over the bottom of the toilet. And then she told the mother-in-law it was the child who'd been drawing in the toilet. It's very creative, very artistic. <laughs> You're drawing anything. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Well, this is it. I, I, I love all the, there's lots of mother-in-law stories in the Scummy Mummies. I remember that woman who said, was it, was it, she was, she was um, changing her child's nappy on the carpet of her mother-in-law's house and, and her husband made her laugh. So she, she laughed so much. She weed everywhere, but she played the baby. <laughs> oh, we've oh, all done it. Time. We've all done it. I know. I yeah. Oh yeah, you have. Surely, men. I think men have just as many wee stories as women. They just don't. They don't find the joy in it as much as we do. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we can we can piss anywhere really. We don't have to squat by a tree or anything. No, it is an advantage. The old uh, hose. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, the other night he came in out of the garden. I said, "Why'd you go in the garden?" He was like, "Oh, just al fresco." Like, Very liberating, a wild one. Crazy. He just said, I was like, but we've got a downstairs toilet. Like, oh, it's it, it's nearer to where he was sitting. It would have been easier and quicker oh, to go in the actual toilet. Oh, it's a joy going back to nature. You go hands-free, just, just 
Just for the yeah, temperature on your do. cock as much as anything. Really? Just, just to feel just, something? Just to hear the rustle of the leaves, skittering of a few bugs as you just unleash your poison. That. I do get that. I do like a, a wild wee, yeah. Oh, as, as we know, we're back to yeah. Clapham Common. Yeah, sorry, stop talking a, about There's a blue plaque there now. Ellie Gibson so, urinated 2013. So as Helen's written on the running order, you really have put the stay at home into stay at home dad, Steve. I was, I was made for this world, yeah. All the fucking extroverts bouncing off the wall. Oh, I've got to go to Weatherspoons. Tough shit. <laughs> um, how's the home? How's the home, stay at home schooling going? They seem to be getting on really well with it. I don't get up till 2pm, so uh, most of it's done by then. Uh, I do the maths during countdown. There's obviously a bonus round. If, if he ever gets the numbers on countdown, he can take the rest of the day off. He came within one today. Got within one of it. Wow. That's bloody good. Did so, you give uh, him the rest of the day off? No, you've got to get exact. You so, bastard. Uh, he's been pissing through his improper fractions. I mean, he was an absolute twat for a couple of weeks, but this week he's sorted it out. So I think he's worked out that if he gets it done quickly, he can get on his Nintendo Switch. It's, it's yeah. not difficult. Piss through it and you can be screaming at Rocket League by four in the afternoon. I think you've written here what sort of teacher. I'll just do your questions for you. What kind of teacher are you, Steve? Yeah, really fun, actually. I let him use my first name. and I'm, Maybe maybe at the end, we could go for a pint at the end of term or something. Just call me Steve. I'll, I'll get these. Don't worry. I'll have give a, you a lift home. I'll give you a lift home. Have a shandy. Um, yeah, you know, keep it simple. Make it fun. But, uh, by no means a professional. Have you seen the um, letter, Steve, that's doing the rounds today? Um, so there's a primary school in, I think it's a primary school, I don't know, it's a school in North London in Finchley. The um, the head teacher has written this amazing letter that's gone out to all the parents saying, um, it says like, oh, you know, now that, you know, we're all communicating online and stuff and the lessons are online, uh, a lot of you parents have been giving feedback to the teachers on their teaching abilities, styles and performance. And uh, just to let you know, this has got to stop. What does it say? It says, it says, can I now encourage those particular parents who now consider themselves to be educational experts to sign up for their teacher training at their earliest convenience, since they are never enough teachers, and I suspect many will be leaving the profession after this year. He's put a link. He's put a link to teacher training. Yeah, he's done a UCAS thing. It was the biggest fucking middle finger. I know the last line about um, the the school specifically. Yeah, I will also update you if we have any teaching vacancies at Woodbridge (laughs) over the next few weeks. Which, if such messages continue, I am thoroughly expecting. Yours sincerely, Colin. Colin. Absolutely He's magnificent. Our head teacher sent, sent something saying thank you all for your generous feedback this week. I think because yeah, all, all the middle class mums just go, well, I wouldn't do it that way. I do it this way. But in fairness, <laughs> the, the teachers, you know, we're not professionals. I'm not asked to fly a fucking aeroplane. They, they did use the word plenary the other day. Check the plenary module. I don't know what that fucking is. That's that's no. a word I've never heard. So I think it works. I, it works both ways. I think. I'm learning a lot about grammar. And punctuation that you know, I just didn't know about. You I don't... fucking need to. <laughs> I fucking know. I don't know what any. I don't know about fucking clauses. I don't know what is an advertorial clause. Big clause. <laughs> I don't know what advertorials and adverbials and all the things. I just don't avocados. know. Advertorials. <laughs> Do you know what avocados are? 
No idea. I think that's what th- that's I'll, what I'll brings that's what brings my supermarket delivery at a very expensive rate. This this is the thing. I am actually. I feel like it's a gift for the Australians in the UK because our education system was fairly poor. And I was like, oh, I didn't know about that or the past participles and things like that. So you know, I'm having a lovely time. You're never going to need it. Never going to need it. <laughs> No, I don't. No, I just exclamation mark and a kiss. That's my form of punctuation. I've got to this age and I'm still waiting for the day I need some algebra. Don't you have a fucking maths degree? Exactly. <laughs> just going to use anyway, that. I've also got a bloody calculator. Yeah. Alexa, spell suggestion. Yes. She sits there and copies it. Right. Yes. How useful is that? We had to do let the rivers of the UK today. So just Google rivers in the UK and it just um, shows you a bloody picture. Like what? Yeah. But what it. should they be yeah, learning? How, how to sign on and finger lasses. <laughs> I mean, so useful. <laughs> practical. Why don't they learn like driving and how to do a tax return and how to change a nappy? Like how not to be a dickhead. That's yeah. yeah that'll just be, be kind. I mean, obviously they've got to read, but yeah. Let's all write very strong letters to our own schools along these they, lines. I love tomorrow. that. Teachers they love, love that. My my Poor my teacher. son's teacher made me cry today because I wrote to him saying, uh, her, sorry, saying saying um, you know Hugo's upset because he hasn't got his pen license yet and he's the last person to get it. And so I bought Hugo a, a handwriting book. And she wrote this beautiful letter to him saying, oh, Hugo, um, your handwriting is so beautiful. We'll, we'll give you a pen license soon. And then I cried. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not in a great way. Everything okay. Do you need yeah. to talk to someone? Here's an idea. Maybe don't invent a stupid concept like a pen license in the first what place. What is so that? Not I only found out like, about this recently because I think George got it's, one. I think it's License terrible. to use a pen. Like yeah, on, it is. License to write. Double O fucking nine. Well, this is it. Like, I mean, I does it mean that Hugo's got a big crayon and everyone else has got a lovely? Yeah, he's not qualified you... to touch a pen. If a child's struggling with something, what really, really helps them and motivates them is if everyone you exclude else. them from something that everybody else has access to, thus singling them out and making them feel inferior. That really boosts a kid's confidence. It really does. <laughs> it's the it's the Monday dunce hat. Um, so... <laughs> I should bring those back. What a great idea they were. Well, we have missed out one highlight of last year, Steve Hill, which is that you've got you had a new book out, didn't you? Oh yeah, December the first, twenty twenty. I have got one here. I mean, no one can see it. This is an audio medium, but um, you, you can hear that. Look, listen to that, uh, Thorn. Do you want to know the weights and the pages? <laughs> is it about that? Looks about four hundred and fifty grams. That does. That's a good weight. Yeah, about half a k. Yeah, half. K. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's it about? What it's called? Wall of Sport. It is. It's called Wall of Sport. Um, subtitle, My Descent into Multi-Screen Madness. They just said, can you make up a subtitle? I just said the first thing that came into my head. Uh, it's about one man watching sport all day, every day for a year. Hmm. <laughs> Greeted by a wall of silence. And, uh, it was, as a, yeah. And you are that man. Yeah, well, I, I haven't actually read it. You know, those musicians who go, I've never listened to my first album. Um, I only ever read outside and it's been too cold. I only ever read in the garden. Because if you're indoors, you just watch fucking telly, don't you? What, you don't well, read in bed or anything or in the bath or anything? No, it gets wet in the bath. You have the iPad in the bath and your phone. Oh, I've got a oh, Kindle. Oh, no, wet wet pages. Nothing worse than that. It's a bit like, uh, I can imagine what it's like to have a second child, really. I think eventually I will come to love it. But uh, <laughs> Well, Gibbo's read it. Gibbo seemed to enjoy it. Gave it a five-star review. Very kind. I was on Amazon today looking at your um, book and um, 
five five star reviews. Congratulations. That's, That's very 100%. good. Yeah, and I love one of the reviews just said varied. I know, I didn't understand that. I thought I'm a varied quality, but a varied book. I mean, but they gave it five stars. I think they yeah. meant the content was varied. There's football, yeah. cricket, snooker, darts. I mean, technically, they're right. What's the underlying narrative of the book as well? Because obviously, I mean, it's, of course, it's, essentially, it's a cry for help, isn't it? Something's <laughs> obviously gone very, very wrong in my life if I'm watching a repeat of a darts match at three thirty in the morning. That's the subtext, but uh, on the surface, it's, it's extremely entertaining. A few trips out, You're, yeah, you appear in it a few times. Yes, we're we're very pleased that you decided to feature us because we were part of that year. We were part of the uh, the fabric. <laughs> oh, yeah, you used to escape your shows and go to a pub and watch some shit game of football. I did refer to you as a pair of ropey old slags. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> I think you did describe yourselves as that once. I did put in brackets their own words, just in case. They got <laughs> fucking... That's my Tinder profile, ropey old slag. <laughs> very, very, very effective. <laughs> yeah. just, is that just the go-to? No pictures needed? <laughs> no, no. Just money, black... money for old ropey slag. That's, <laughs> that's the tagline. So, Steve, you know you watch all this, as documented in your in your five-star book, uh, you watch all this sport. Has it never occurred to you to actually do a sport? Have you never thought, maybe I could do what I enjoy watching? Uh, technically, I have done uh, some exercise in the last year. I've become the worst of things, a runner. Which is, I don't want to go on about it, but it's very, very boring, and I find runners boring. Uh, on March on March the 1st, uh, it was a sunny day, and I just thought, oh, I downloaded that Couch to 5K app about seven years ago. And lovely Laura saw me through those six weeks. Come on now, not far to go. Here's some inspirational music. Just 10 minutes to go now. On, on the final day of the six weeks, I dropped my phone and shattered the fucking screen. Oh, no. <laughs> But oh, I've kept no. doing it. So every other day I, I do like a quick trot around the garden. And I, I've lost two stone and look great. You do? <laughs> and have, have you had but to I mean, buy new clothes? Because like, you've, you've, you've slimmed down a no, bit. I've, just, I've got just promotional items from 1995 till onwards. <laughs> I've just, I just squeezed back into my old clothes. I don't buy clothes. Jesus. You need one pair of trainers a year and a, a new pair of jeans every two years. Maybe some shorts. Pants and socks. Oh yeah, but that's Christmas. That's just <laughs> that's just the basics. But do you, do you feel different about yourself? Like, do you feel like you can skip up the stairs? Uh, like, how, how does that? Know, how does that all, make you all the time I'm doing it, I'm thinking, I wish this would end. And when it ends, yeah. I think, I'm fucking glad I haven't got to do that for another two days. Really? I think, yeah. But I think I do. I, feel, I think feel, feel slightly less depressed after a, a, the sort of hour or so afterwards. Mm. Do you feel mildly less like harming yourself, or yeah, think, definitely. Yeah, I think those endorphin things are a thing, aren't they? I'm not on fucking Strava putting maps on Facebook or any of that shit. I just fucking yeah. do it and notice that I'm not quite as fat a cunt as I was, and do it, keep doing. It. That, <laughs> that's, that's how I measure it by just not being a fat cunt, not analysing Strava. <laughs> dude, dude. So you you mentioned the first of March, right? Yeah. So on the first of March, I did a half marathon uh, around. London. Yeah, cool and I, Snickers that... now. Cool Snickers. Oh, look at you with the lingo. <laughs> Fuck me. No, it's a... Oh, it's, it's a chocolate bar. Hey! Oh, yeah. Hey, the pennies <laughs> drop. Thorn raises middle finger. Carry on. It is funny you should mention the 1st of March it's because I, 
I, it was a beautiful, sunny, clear blue day in London, and I ran the London Half Marathon, and that was the last big run I ever did. And we were training for the the London Marathon because the fourth of March is when I found out um, that my marriage was over, and that's when I took up smoking and drinking professionally. Oh, so right. it's it's almost like a sliding doors moment. Like a baton. You, you've handed, <laughs> o- handed it over to me. You've handed the running oh, vibe to me. You caught you caught running off Helen like a sexual disease. That's my syphilis. Yeah, um, yeah. So well, I, you can I, have you can have the rest. You can have the drinking and smoking, which I don't really do. So that is well, that, that, they say that it evens out. If one person loses a stone, another gains a stone. That's how the Earth stays in orbit. Have you given <laughs> up drinking as well, Hill? Have you gone super healthy? Um, I've never been a big fan of drinking at home. I mean, you've already pulled, and uh, <laughs> I mainly drink to make an absolute twat of myself in public. I don't see the point in just sitting around the house. Getting mildly depressed. I mean, which, which, well, I'm doing that now, in fact, because I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, yeah, and to, to get myself match fit, I think I had no beer, no bread for January, February, just to wow. get myself able, able to even start on a couch to 5K. And, and what have you... you all this, run, running chat is just... No, know. no, look, do you know what? Most people... Most people and then when I discovered Jesus Christ, my saviour, that's when things <laughs> really picked up for me. And now we meet up on a Sunday and have a Tupperware party. Click, click. <laughs> I feel, I feel, Ellie, like we've we've tapped into a vulnerable side that we haven't seen of Stephen Hill before. It's yeah, we're very... getting too close. Getting too close. Sweating, sweating oh. in two k at three times a week. I was not I was vulnerable <laughs> about that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Why don't we have some scummy mummy confessions? That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Um, can I start, Ellie? Please do. So, so, so one of the wonderful things about spending time with your children pretty much 24-7 is that you have an opportunity to open up uh, about, <laughs> about all manner of things. And now my children the other day uh, were watching Uncle Roger, Ellie, one of my favourite Oh, YouTubers. I love Uncle Roger, yes. Yeah, anyway, we were watching. And um, he said something about, oh, 
um, vibrator and he also used the word demonetize. And so at the same time, both my children said, what's a vibrator and what does demonetize mean? And so, um, I, you know, one thing I don't know anything about and one thing I know too much about. Um, so, <laughs> so, which is which? <laughs> but in 2020, both have a relevance. Anyway, I, 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 I very, you know, calmly, because I'm a now a very open woman, uh, told Apparently. them about shut up anyway i explained what a vibrator was and my kids were horrified absolutely disgusted and and one of them said oh my god that's gross that's really gross why would you use one if you're lonely just hug a cat <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's and, an they obvious all, and they also said please mummy if you do have a vibrator only use it while we're at dad's house <laughs> And also, that uh, they finished off the conversation with "We're never looking in your room ever again," which I think is a win. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's the sort of thing they should be teaching in schools. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not dissimilar. Actually, I today it's not as good, but tonight I was reading um, Charlie and Joe a book that was published in 1986. Uh, there was a bit in it where there's a detective and, he, and he's and someone says, "Oh, look it up in the yellow pages." And Charlie was like, "What's the yellow pages?" And I was like, "Oh, right." And I had to explain, it. and he couldn't get his head around the idea that there was this book that just had. But anyway, um, but I was like, "All right, I've explained that." A few pages on. I was like, um, they went into the news agents. Uh, above the chocolate bars was all the dirty stuff, like Playboy. And Charlie's like, "What's Playboy?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so anyway, I just said, "Well, you know, readers' wives. It's a bit like that." And then it's fine. <laughs> you know, you know, Auntie Helen. Well, it's women with a bit more clothes on. <laughs> oh my god such learning curves our children are on at the moment yeah. curves is the word hild have you got a scummy uh, stay at home dad confession for us uh i think so or that's something i'm actually quite proud of so this must have been when school was still on back in december uh we were in queen's park which you recall we had our first ever play date in oh yes yeah and uh we saw who do we see but fucking what's he called stanley johnson is that his name the father of the prime minister He's also with the female one. He's quite fit, actually, which is which is confusing. And um, they're just strolling along, maskless, just doing their thing, sort of dressed like they should be riding a horse. And um, so I pointed out to George who that was, and he went, "Your son's a moron." <laughs> <laughs> bravo, bravo! Wow, amazing! Sweet shop, anything you want, drive through. <laughs> Uh, wow, good lad. That's brilliant. I yeah, I'd be incredibly proud. I'd be incredibly proud. What? How did they react? Did he hear George? Saying didn't, that? He didn't hear him, but I mean, that's you know. Oh, that's not the point. Don't ruin the story. The <laughs> I'll have you flogged, you little prick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on that bombshell, <laughs> <laughs> on that reason to be cheerful. What's your book called again, Steve? My book is called uh, Wall of Sport: My Descent into Multi-Screen Madness. Very funny, actually. Very amusing. Give you some of the quotes, actually. Steve Davis said, reaches levels of interesting I could only dream of. Did he actually say that? He did say that, yeah. He said it on an email with some, some goading. There we go. All right. Well, thank you um, for being our first remote podcast guest, Steve, although this will probably not go out till March. We were just looking at the calendar. But um, at least, you know, it's been a good experiment. Have you enjoyed yourself? Have you had a nice day out in? Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're still on the podcast. You're still doing um, your podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ellie, Ellie, he's remote. He's remotely, like, geographically, but also emotionally. <laughs> so remote. No man is an island. <laughs> I, 
Steve Hill. Can I say that? I really like you very much. She drinks her Thatcher's. Oh my God. <laughs> Your best friend. <laughs> I do suddenly feel like I'm sitting in a park at 11am, just like it's fucking wearing a, news, wearing a hat made out of a newspaper. Those oh. guys are having a great time. Just sitting, <laughs> sitting in the outdoors drinking cider. That's where we'll be. That's where we'll be. Thank you very much, Steve, for for joining us. And uh, yes, but you know your book's good. Well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the five star review. Well deserved, I think. Until next time. Bye bye. 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 But you still not cut the hair. Well, why would I? When it's so fucking beautiful. Well, why did why did you have it short for all those years? Well, because um, hairdressers were open. It seemed to be <laughs> uh, a societal norm. I did try and get a, a haircut a couple of months ago, and it was like fucking Chernobyl in there. Some gimp <laughs> came to the door and started pointing at a phone number. <laughs> Forget it. No. no one ever died of long hair, unless you trip over it or strangle oh, or, yourself. Or it goes into some, like, you know... Caught in a wheel. A propeller. Some yeah, I've, I've not been flying. I've had to give up flying for. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss. I can actually tie it back, which is um no bit of a retro oh, I... '90s look. <laughs> I get a job in advertising. Sorry, I think uh... it's my de- I think it's my delivery cigarettes. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Jesus, wet. Well, can, I go get, yeah. can I go get some more booze? I hi hi. Are you, are you at the front door? Hey hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so- I, I felt bad about just ordering what I did, so I also ordered this. So you ordered some cider. How many cans is in that box? Ten. I like cider, and it doesn't go off. <laughs> I'm just paying one delivery charge, so I may as well get ten cans. I, was, I did. I did do panic buying because we were we were actually recording while I did it. I was like, "Oh, I like cider," and and that's what I usually have when I'm hanging out with Ellie and Steve. So I thought I'd do it as a. As is a, it even cold? Oh, it is now. Yes, I think because it's been on that man's back. Uh, <laughs> right. Was, what, was that your delivery? Yeah. Should I should I show Steve what I got, Ellie? Fags. Yeah, I got some fags. You know, exciting times because. I might give up smoking soon, but I, I'm still within the first year of sep- I'm still within the first year of separation, so it's okay. And then, and then I got this, Stephen. Stephen, look what I got. I got ten Tattoo cans. Of- gold. I got ten cans of cider because it's fucking tramp juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive! You just well, you get healthy because it's made of apples. Yeah, five a day, five a day. That's your fruit right there, yeah. Oh, and I'm a new app book. Shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> oh. When do we go Not to so. Norwich? March? <laughs> <laughs>